Hi, everyone. I'm Maya Fleming, and you're listening to Gentler, a podcast about postgrad life, adulthood, and self-care. Hello everyone, I'm Maya and welcome to Gentler. Today is a Financial Self-Care Friday episode, which I'm doing on Fridays throughout the month of October in celebration of my first course, Money Makeover. So today I am sharing three of the stupidest purchases I have ever made and I'm already embarrassed and humiliated thinking about it. I hate talking about my mistakes um, and replaying cringy moments, but I feel like this would be helpful, one, because I want to illustrate that I haven't always been good with money. Even at times where I knew a lot about money, the actions that I had did not reflect that always. And the way, like my bank statements didn't always reflect that. Um, And I also want to emphasize that getting good with money often involves other mindset shifts. And that's why financial self-care is so important to me. And that's what I try to illustrate and get across to all of you in the course Money Makeover. Financial self-care is combining the self-care and mindset and gratitude practice with the financial literacy because in my experience, that's what really makes it stick. That's what's really going to take you to the next level and get you over the finish line with some of your financial goals. So I want to talk about some mistakes I made, some stupid purchases, some cringe-worthy credit card swipes that were somewhat recent, I will say like past four years or so, um, and that occurred when I thought I was when I, I thought I knew about money. I won't say when I thought I was good with money because I knew what I was doing behind the scenes, but when I thought I understood money, but for some reason it just wasn't clicking and I couldn't understand why. So I'm going to talk about a few of these instances and also share what I learned about myself and what I learned about money and the way that I relate to it from all of these instances. So sit back, get your popcorn, and come on down memory lane with me. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is the time I bought a new laptop with my rent money. (laughs) And just saying that sentence makes it sound so stupid, but I really want to kind of paint the picture for you all. So as you know, I got started with my intentional self-care journey through the lens, I guess, of manifestation and law of attraction practice. Um, And so... And I've, I've written about this um, in an article with The Financial Diet. I might have spoken about it in a podcast episode, but I can't remember right now. But um, the thing I found with the whole manifestation crowd and all of that um, was more so a me issue. I'll admit it was more so me kind of feeling like if I have faith, anything can happen, which is true. But I was ignoring the fact that action was required. I thought me having faith was just involved in making huge gestures rather than putting a huge amount of work into something behind the scenes. So I was in Australia. You all know that's where the gentler light bulb started flickering because I just, a mess. (laughs) My next story is about Australia as well. But anyway, I was in Australia and I was really, really low on cash after um, a, a long process with eye doctors and all of that and just health things so I knew that I couldn't get a job I I, as much as I was applying to stuff no one would hire me I would see online that places were hiring and I would go and ask them and they would tell me to my face no we're not actually hiring and I check the social media and be like okay well right now it says you are so I don't really understand Um, and it just wasn't happening fast enough so I just decided okay I have this set of knowledge 
Um, I have these skills. I can just do my own freelance stuff to get by. Now, up until that point, amazing. I love myself for that. Like that is just like key. I won't say engineer. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to toot my own horn too much, but you know, that's financial self-care is deciding I'm not going to let these issues get in the way of my financial goals. I want my money to do, be able to do this and be able to afford me to pay rent and to eat and to enjoy time with my friends. And if this door is shutting for me, I'm going to pry this other one open because I know I deserve at least this much. However, the way that I then implemented that whole thing was a little shoddy. So to explain, um, I was trying at the time, well, I wasn't trying. I was, I was actually, it was the most consistent I had ever been with YouTube and blogging and all of that. But I kept having this issue. I have this old laptop. I still have it. I'm recording on it right now. Um, and I had this issue where all the software just was running so, so slowly. Oh my gosh, it was so hard to edit anything. It was hard to do anything with it. Um, and I was just tired and frustrated and I would spend so much time looking at the new MacBooks on the Apple website. Um, and I just kind of convinced myself that I had to have it. I looked at the price, I looked at my bank account and I was like, okay, well technically the money is here, but that money is allocated for something else. AKA my rent, which was top tier of importance looking back. And, and <laughs> at the time I knew it was important. I knew it would be extremely risky for me to inv essentially invest money into a business, but invest essential money into that business. So I was going through all the pros and cons, which should not like, I know you all are listening to this story and thinking the answer simply is no, don't buy a new computer. <laughs> And I knew that. I really, I truly knew that. But at that time, and that's the issue that I have with manifestation and all of that, is that a lot of the people, a lot of the thought leaders in that space, I feel like really feed off of desperation. And I was so desperate at the time. I literally, my like dinner was in question most of the time. Um, and I just thought like, this might be the step I need to take. This might be the thing to signal to God, signal to the universe that I'm ready. I am putting all of my eggs in this basket because I know it's going to work. So I, and I was also frustrated, keep that in mind. I was so frustrated with everything going on in my life and this whole process of trying to make things better and being met with lagging software and all of that. So all of those negative emotions kind of mixed in together and led me <laughs> to buy a new laptop oh gosh so I go and pick up the laptop it's great it's awesome Ooh, running quickly love it um and then obviously <laughs> I had no money um and so I at this point was kind of like crap like I took this leap of faith and nothing happened because Duh, in order for manifestation to work, you have to work. And I wasn't putting forth like the real strong effort that I knew I should have been doing. Um, you know, I would post here and there and I would do certain things. But one, I was afraid to even mention that I really started a business. Um, I only, I think I posted about it here and there, but I wasn't really diving in. Um, and it, so there were so many things I could have been doing. I chose to dive in in a stupid way rather than diving in the way I knew I should have been doing and the reason was because I was trying to procrastinate from that action 
I knew exactly what I needed to do because once I started doing those things, I started getting clients and I knew I had to do those things. I just didn't want to. I was scared of failure. I was burnt out. I was frustrated by everything going on and I just didn't want to do it. So I didn't and I chose, okay, well, I'm just going to take a big leap of faith, quote unquote, and go and buy this piece of equipment that's really going to just transform my business. And it didn't. And so... (laughs) why did I do that? Um, I ended up selling the computer, but obviously I did not get the value back that I spent on it. So that was also a huge headache. I was happy to get something back, but it wasn't, it wasn't what I put into it. So my big lesson with all that is sometimes taking that big step of faith can actually be pretty stupid if it's not necessary. If you are starting something if you are embarking on some kind of ver- like journey, ask yourself whenever you find yourself spending as like a quote unquote investment, if it's really an investment that you need. And a lot of times you know exactly what you should be doing, but there's a reason why you don't want to do that thing or why you're procrastinating from it or why it's why you're resisting it so strongly. So try to dive into those things instead. Make the risk be the emotional risk and don't be afraid to ask for help in those situations. You know, if I, cause I mean, the fact of the matter is I have found ways now to make my computer run beautifully. Ginger is making a little bit of noise. She is coming over to visit. Hey girl. Um, I found ways to make it work beautifully. So it's been great, but I am in the market for a new computer once I figure out my long-term living situation. But at the time, if I truly believe that Um, I couldn't do what I need to do with the tech that I had. There are so many other ways I could have acquired the money or the laptop to make that happen. And I should have taken those, those routes, um, first. So if you feel like you truly do need whatever investment that is, ask yourself how else you can go about it and explore those options before you do the extreme jumping off the cliff into a sea of sharks motion. All right, I'm back after spending some time with my very needy puppy. When she makes those noise, noises that y'all heard, that's her like begging for scratches and belly rubs and all that stuff. So I had to go spend some time with her. But anyway, okay, next thing. We are back in Australia and for the second stupid, well, okay, these aren't like ranked, but for the second thing, um, it was a shopping spree after receiving bad news. So, as I mentioned, when I was in Australia, and you all know this, I had a weird health thing happen with my eye, and at one weekend, I spent literally thousands of dollars (laughs) going to different doctors in one weekend, and I've never dropped that kind of money before in my life. I have never done it since, unless, like, we're talking about rent or something. Um, So, I was just really devastated, and I didn't get any answers behind what was going on. Um, The clues that they were giving me were leading to negative news. I was just feeling down. So I was on my way home and the mall, first of all, I lived dangerously close to the mall, but the mall was on my way home. Um, And my friends had called me while I was in the hospital um, and they wanted to go out that night. And I remember telling them like, uh, I'm not really feeling good. I'm like literally in the hospital right now. And one of them was like, girl, come out, we're getting drinks. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. Um, so I was like, I need something to wear, I guess. So I go to the mall. Um, I went to H&M and I just basically blew a bag at H&M, um, shopping and just trying to make myself feel better. And you, you all know, like the term retail therapy exists for a reason. 
Um, sometimes I do enjoy shopping. I do enjoy like sp- like sprucing things up. Like I said last week, I went and bought flowers for each room in my house and candles, and it has really been such a highlight um, this past week, just being able to see those things brighten up my space. But you have to do that stuff responsibly, and I planned for that. When I was in Australia, I did not plan for that at all. And this is after, let me remind you, I've spent thousands of dollars with health stuff. So I was in no position to spend. I'm pretty sure this was after the laptop. So I just, Jesus Christ, it was not, it was not happening for me that this clicking. And I just kind of, one, I'm pretty sure, like I said, this was after the laptop and it was after I spent thousands with the doctor. So I had this mentality of, well, I'm already screwed. So let's just screw it up even more. You know, that self-destructive, self-sabotage attitude that I'm sure is familiar with some of you. Um, and so I just wanted to feel good in some kind of way. The lesson I learned from that was you have to find other ways to handle your emotional dips. You are going to feel bad at times. That's just a part of life. Even if you have the most fantastic self-care plan and method and regimen, there are going to be moments where you don't feel good, where you have bad days. You have to make sure that you have a plan in place for those times. If you truly like to shop till you drop whenever you're sad, then the very least you can do is set up some type of fund where you can do that responsibly and without guilt. Give yourself a treat myself fund. Put money aside every so often into a sinking fund so that whenever you do have those moments, you can responsibly do that. I would encourage you also to find non-monetary ways to help yourself emotionally and have some type of self-care survival guide. Um, after this whole incident, I started literally carrying around a baggie with strips of sticky notes, just saying things that can boost my mood and raise my vibrations. It was songs that I could listen to, um, Instagram accounts I could scroll through, actions I could take, games I could play, TV shows I could watch, anything that I could do cheaply or free that would boost my mood and at least kind of get me into the next phase, you know? so that I could spend as little money on those moments as possible. But even if you do want to spend money, that is your prerogative with financial self-care. You have that right and that option, but you have to give it to yourself. You know, you have to be able to set aside that money so that you can have those moments. All right, number three. This one, gosh, major cringe. And I'm exposing myself a little bit, but the third stupidest purchase I've made, this is actually a category. The next two will be categories. Um, Uberize to go see guys. <laughs> so I don't really have to do much backstory on this. In college, I dated and I loved not dating college guys because I felt like I was grown. And I, I mean, I actually had like a lot of practical reasons behind that that I stand by and continue to, to do. So that's cool and all but the problem is I was not financially where I was mentally I guess and so I was spending a lot of money to go and just see people when I shouldn't have been point blank period I had things I should have been saving for like post-grad life and all that stuff um and I wasn't getting the return in any other way that I was putting out financially um you know like there wasn't like I was getting an emotional return back or anything like that. And I will say like some of the guys I hung out with, um, 
that wasn't really an issue you know the the uber was covered so you know do your best and find people who will cover that for you so it's not a big thing um but you know whatever I'm not gonna beat myself up about this (laughs) the main point is make sure you can afford your relationships and that can be romantic relationships and uh, platonic relationships if you are hanging around people who require you to spend out of your financial bracket in order to just be around them friends who want to eat at all the expensive places friends that want to go on trips all the time if you genuinely aren't there yet in your financial self-care journey then stop being around people who make you feel bad about that try your best and I know you can't just get a whole new crop of friends overnight but try your best to suggest alternatives and slowly find a new group of people not because those people are bad necessarily but just because that's always going to reinforce a feeling of lack in you and that's going to be a major roadblock in your financial self-care journey if you are always around people who make you feel like you don't have enough you're going to constantly feel like you don't have enough you're going to be doing things and still thinking about what you should quote unquote be able to do because those people can do it You don't want that. You want to be able to feel empowered and feel good about your money and do things with it that feel right, that you don't feel guilty about. So moral of the story, like I said, make sure you can afford the relationships that you have. And the last thing I have, I feel like I've talked about before plenty of times, so I saved this one for last, just in case any new people haven't heard the story, but I'm pretty sure in like 2017, I think that was the year, um, I really wanted a camera, and I just looked at the price of the camera I wanted, and I was like, there's no way I could be able to afford that, I don't work full time, I'm a student, I, you know, it's not gonna happen. However, and this brings us to our last stupid purchase, another category, I spent the same amount $700 to be exact that year getting uber eats <laughs> oh god I don't think you all really understand heartbreak until you see that number on your phone screen it was because it really put things into perspective it was like I wasn't even look I love uber eats I eat uber eats now I'm not gonna tell you you should you know put back whatever and stop eating uber eats just because but the thing was i really 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 wanted a camera but again i did not prioritize that desire i did not actually do i just kind of told myself it wouldn't happen because i don't have enough money you know when really i had enough money for something else when i wanted it to be i had that same amount of money so why didn't i have seven hundred dollars for a camera when i had seven hundred dollars for french fries and sweet tea So that was a major eye-opener, and it was tough. And I ended up getting a camera as a gift, and I'm very appreciative and grateful of that. Um, But it was hard to just sit with that because I felt really stupid, and I felt super guilty and just kind of like I let myself down most of all. Um, The lesson I learned from that is identify what you want. And look at that all the time. I keep a list now. I think I've said this before. I keep a list of the purchases I want to make. And I, whenever I feel myself about to get Uber Eats outside of like my spending allotment and all that, I ask myself, okay, are you willing to push back um, this goal so that you can have this? And sometimes, as I've mentioned before, the answer is yes. Sometimes I'm like, okay, you know what? It was a really, really hard week. I'm going to let myself do this because I 
put in extra effort in this area and I did this and this and I paid off and blah 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 whatever but a lot of times answer is no of course I don't want to do that if I had been keeping my mind and my intentions set on a new camera back in 2017 I won't say that I wouldn't have gotten Uber Eats at all because that's a lie but I probably would have gotten it significantly less simply because I was constantly aware of the goal that I had also, on a practical level, if you're trying to cut back on your food, like takeout spending and all of that, you have to prepare, you have to plan and set goals for current you and not ideal you. And I say this a lot, the thing that keeps me from overspending so much on food delivery and all of that is planning ahead for my meals and knowing what I'm going to eat and doing the prep work that I can so that whenever I do wait too long to get started cooking and I'm super hungry, it doesn't feel like it's going to take a year and a half to come up with dinner. That's the thing that makes me eat out a lot. It's like, okay, I could order and have food in 20 minutes um, rather than sitting there and chopping up vegetables for 20 minutes and then baking something for 30. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like those, those things pop up. Also buy food that you're excited about eating. Don't buy stuff that you don't want to (laughs) eat because you will eat out. If you just make yourself sit there and have oatmeal for dinner with hopes of saving money to buy a new car by the end of the year, unless you just really love oatmeal, I foresee that plan being foiled sometime soon. It would be for me. Um, So think about those things. Get recipes and try out new things. Keep things fresh. You have to be more excited about eating at home than eating McDonald's to really be able to cut McDonald's out. And I'm I'm literally talking to myself right now. It's fine. Um, So keep those things in mind. That was a lesson I learned from that. So hopefully you will learn from my mistakes and you have benefited from this past 25 minutes of true humiliation from my end. I really hope at the very least (laughs) you were entertained by some of the stupid things I've done with money. Um, Like I said before, financial self-care is not just about financial literacy. There's so many mental and mindset shifts that you have to make before you really start getting some some click action from the financial and money lessons that you've learned. Um, And that's why I created the course Money Makeover because I realized as much as I knew about money, it's still like my goals still weren't being met. I still wasn't acting like I really felt like I was in control of my money. So there were so many other things, even knowing these lessons and, you know, hindsight and all that stuff. I still have stumbling blocks and hurdles and other things to look out for. But with certain strategies and methods that I've developed and that I've practiced over the past couple of years, I've really been able to make some stuff happen. I'm so proud of myself for that. And so I packaged it all up in a course, eight modules, workbooks, all that stuff. And I'm offering it all to you. Just, I mean, I I would think twice before passing it up. It's truly everything that... I wish I had had years ago. It really, I truly believe that there's a lesson, there's a strategy, there's a step-by-step system that would have combated every single one of these stupid purchases that I made. Um, simply because I've had time to relive these mistakes over and over again, and I decided that I was not going to live a life like that again because I deserved more. So. You can find the link in the show notes for the course sales page. And also, if you're listening to this before 8 p.m. Eastern time, um, you still have time to sign up for 
the free masterclass I'm doing on how I paid off all my debt using self-care. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And actually, I'll just put it in the show notes. Even if you listen to this after the time where it happens, if you sign up, you will get the replay at the very least. So you might not see it live, but you'll get the replay. And I think that's still going to be very valuable. So go ahead and click it, sign up, and you'll get something depending on what, what time you're listening to this as. But thank you all so much, and I hope you have a fabulous Friday. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gentler. If you enjoyed it, please give it a rate and review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram for more self-care advice at GentlerPod. And check out our website for more info, www.begentler.com. Talk to you all soon. Bye.